hi welcome to the talkback show series and i'm joe your official host this is the seventh episode in this week that we are celebrating rather commemorating world aids day this day we are advocating for no more discrimination and stigma against people living with hiv aids uh this came to live with us and we need to embrace it and besides these are also people we need to show them love we need to show them care and show them that they are still worth living this entire time at, uh, till the end of this week i'll be sharing with you a few uh, stories from a few friends that i've interacted with and are living with hiv and this week i would be starting today rather <laughs> today i would be starting with um a friend of mine called sue so just pay attention <laughs> there's a story she interacted to me sometime and i got it stuck into my mind so um sue was going to have a holiday of a lifetime and she had been saving up for very many months for it it would be so lovely to leave behind that cold you know cold drab climate of england to relax on the beach in the sunshine at one of the world's most famous resorts and this was going to be in africa here where i'm stepping today all her life sue had longed to visit africa even as a child she had drunk in stories and films of africa she adored those elephants those lions and other big cats the friendly independent monkeys and the wildlife around africa and um the holiday was going to be in two parts the first first was at a celebrated beach resort where she could blaze on those golden sands and swim in the clear blue turquoise waters then the second part was to be at a safari at one of the well-known wildlife parks here she would see those kinds of elephants and large cats i mean the lions cheetahs you know and even some flamingos in their native um, setting um yeah basically that's it and she couldn't <clears throat> wait to be off and it was already winter in england and though she enjoyed her job at the bank it did lack a certain excitement that she found herself longing for and it had been hard these last few months um, since david had left uh, it had it was hard being a single parent even though she loved her little daughter tanya and wouldn't be without her for the world but now Tanya was spending some time with her father and his new wife, and Sue was free to enjoy the holiday of her lifetime. Hmm? <laughs> Sue was soon off to the airport, and in 12 hours or so, landing in a different continent, you know? And one with so many new sounds, colors, and Af- flavors, and finally she was in Africa at last. The moment she entered her hotel room, um, she knew that this holiday was going to be indeed very special and it was a holiday to remember and not least because (laughs) this is where it gets interesting a handsome athletic looking dark-skinned man came soon came into her world he worked at the hotel but he would also be one of the guides on her safari in the following week so he was charming and attentive and a wealth of information had a wealth of information on africa and especially on all the wildlife that she might seem, see on the on the safari along they'll be traveling together along with other about um, another 10 colleagues in the safari minibus so couldn't believe her luck and 
it can be lonely traveling alone but now she had an attractive attentive knowledgeable companion mm-hmm. this holiday was turning out well for her in every single way and soon before you know it soon the relationship deepened and it wasn't long before they were sleeping together after all it was holiday of a lifetime mm-hmm. you get that feeling and even if they never met again she wanted to enjoy it to the full she had been lonely since david had left and it was you know it was nice to have someone special again now the safari was soon over and she was saying her goodbyes and boarding the plane back to england um she had a wonderful time yet she was missing tanya and even the everyday rhythm of her life at work yet it was time to go home yet she had um uh, a dreamy smile on her face when she thought, thought of her holiday friend but um he would never fit into her life at home you can imagine <laughs> so was a practical person she was a practical person and she 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 always she she told me um it was a holiday of a lifetime it was just a holiday romance and no more no more less also that's what she thought little did sue know that the consequences of that holiday romance would change her life forever it was several months later that she was read reading some women's magazine and found that they were talking about aids in africa in some African countries, she read one person in four was infected with HIV AIDS virus. Suddenly, you know, if it was you, honestly speaking, you would have that stab of fear. And she had never bothered about AIDS before. After all, it was an overseas problem, wasn't it? Hmm? <laughs> Africa, yes, of course. AIDS in Africa. Why hadn't she thought of it? She knew little about how HIV was transmitted. People talked about prostitution and drugs and things that were not part of her life and she never thought that she would ever be faced with the possibility that she may be HIV positive. But now, you know, that stab of fear, um, you know, returned. And, you know, if only they hadn't made love on the warm sand under that African sky. (laughs) Things had seemed so perfect at the moment, but now she faced a much more serious future. How could a holiday romance have turned so wrong, guys? She must do something about it. That's what she told me. She, she, she said to herself she must do something about it. She couldn't live with this fear a moment longer. And she reluctantly phoned the address of the sexually transmitted diseases clinic at her local hospital. She booked an appointment to see a counselor and to ask for an HIV AIDS test. The counselor was so serious and thorough. She talked through with Sue how hiv is transmitted and how to prevent any risk of becoming infected with hiv and as the holiday had been more than three months ago she hadn't been at risk since then she was able to take a blood sample for testing hiv antibodies she discussed with uh, sue the possibility consequences of the test being positive for hiv it was a very sober sue that came out from that interview the test Results did come back positive, and her life turned upside down. She cried nonstop for the first three days. She longed to be able to talk to somebody, but whom could she tell? There was such stigma about HIV. Whom could she trust to keep quiet about it? Not her friends at work. Would they shun her? Would she even lose her job? She couldn't tell David. He would soup 
you know he would sue for custody of Tanya their little daughter and probably get it now that he had married again her parents would be devastated no it was better that they didn't know just yet and maybe not at all their her, her little daughter was the biggest blow of all she was a lovely little girl with all her life ahead of her and it had never entered Sue's thinking that she might not be there to share that life with her daughter <laughs> how she wished that she had never gone on holiday or at least realized the risks and kept her from holiday Roma says <laughs> then she began to get angry to pass on HIV without warning your partner that you are positive is a criminal offense these days in some countries but not in Africa he said that he loved her how could he have ruined her life in this way the first wave of her anger passed and she realized that yes it had really been up to her if only she had known more about HIV this wouldn't have happened the clinic had given her a contact number for an HIV support group in her area yes she should she would get up the courage to go Maybe she could do something about providing more AIDS awareness courses so that others wouldn't make the, make the same mistake that she had made. Maybe there should be more such courses in schools as well. Suddenly, um, she was afraid for her daughter. The world is so small these days. Whatever affects one part of the world affects us all. <laughs> she would push for more information about AIDS even on the television. She used to have television advertisements about HIV AIDS, but that was years ago. It was time to bring them back again so that AIDS could be prevented in this land. There was so much to be done while she still had the health and energy to do it. She owed it to her daughter. If we worked on prevention issues now and people took notice. Now this is me. I'm done with the story. <laughs> If we worked on prevention issues now, guys, and people took notice and were prepared to change, then AIDS would stop. Then Sue's little daughter and others like her would be able to grow up in a much safer world where HIV AIDS was a thing of the past. And suddenly, and Sue had a goal worth living for. Well, that's the, end, the entire end of the story now. And what the other part that I talked about, well, I was bringing up myself. Well, guys, I believe we are all living in countries that at least have, you know, numbers of AIDS victims, and at least you must be knowing one in your locality. But um, one message I would push to the government is governments together with aid support organizations in different um, countries, you know, different um backgrounds and this should support youth efforts at the universities institutions and everywhere because we want this message to be heard that hiv aids can be combated and peace can prevail but now if you are already infected with the virus please just take those drugs just take this that, that medicine that those those you know just get the medicine and take it we want to see you healthy we're already having too much going on right now it would be so sad to lose you just like that as well 
but then if you're not positive you're still testing negative please you know what to do <laughs> you know what to do you know you know what to do stay safe and it's only you that could make yourself stay safe no one is going to do it for you whether you're in a developed country already you're already in switzerland you're already in netherlands germany please this virus is everywhere just like covid is well uh, very soon during these segments i'll be having with you guys i'll be hosting someone from unaids i'll be hosting a lady from unaids very soon so please just keep it locked and you know share the podcast share the podcast links and you have any questions for her by the way you have any questions she works with you and unaids and unaid <laughs> UNAIDS. She works with UNAIDS, and if you have any questions, feel free to DM me. Um, my the country code is plus two five six. I'll begin with that. Plus two five six. This is my number. Hmm? WhatsApp. You could uh, text me on WhatsApp. Plus two five six seven five seven zero five five eight one six. You could also email me, Joseph August fifty two at gmail dot com. Yeah, you could get me there. Get your questions ready. We want to have an exciting. Um, conversation with her so that you guys could be able to learn more of what you do not know and what you want to know or what you've come across to and you didn't get so much contented but you feel like she could explain further for you share the podcast link i'll be with you here tomorrow have a blast and stay safe good night i'm joe